Chapter 18 Now Her Perception Hello, Senora. My name is Roberto Almando. I'm head of security at Malaga Airport. My heart dropped. A thousand things racing through my mind all at once. Caleb, I thought. Is everything okay? I asked without giving too much away. I'd also watched enough movies to know that the person on the other end of the phone wasn't always who they claimed to be. I waited for more. Madam, we have here a man who claims he is your husband and is meeting with you for a few days. However, he has no luggage. I breathed a sigh of relief as I knew Caleb was all right. His name is Senor Caleb. With the security breaches and threats these days, we can't afford to be slack. It was enough for me to be completely appalled. I positioned myself properly, as if I was preparing for a fight, even though what he said made thorough sense. I spoke clearly. Caleb McKeady is my husband, and this is the most preposterous thing I have ever heard in my life. Have you never encountered people travelling for a few days without luggage? It could well have been a last-minute decision to travel, and if you must know, it's a special weekend away we're having, so if you don't mind, please let my husband go. The sooner we start our weekend, the better. Another sigh escaped my lips as I switched the handset to my other hand. I was sure I'd done enough for KK to be released from their custody, although I did wonder why he didn't have his bags. All right, thank you, Senora. Your husband will be allowed to leave. My apologies on behalf of the entire team here. We hope you enjoy the rest of your stay. I thanked him and quickly asked if I could speak with him. Honey, honey, I'm so sorry it's taking me so long. I'll explain everything when I see you. I miss you so much. I love you. See you soon. Five and a half years of marriage. A year of which had been unexplainably difficult and my husband still had the ability to melt my heart. Just hurry, I miss you too, was all I could manage. We signed off and hung up. I stood for a minute and smiled to myself. Now I knew that my prayers had been answered, that my husband still loved me and that he was all right. There'd been several chances between us to make things right when I actually thought we would be fine, but we'd ended up drifting further apart. From a very close relationship where we spent most of our time together, to growing so far apart, I'd wondered how we would get back to normal again. After I'd had my surgery, Caleb had been great, taking care of me again for the allotted six weeks. Between him and my girls and my mum, mostly Caleb though, I'd been thoroughly cared for, We'd gone through the motions of a married couple minus the intimacy. Caleb, it seemed, still hadn't come to terms with my rape and, as a result, couldn't properly be affectionate towards me. He'd said all the right things to me, told me how everything would be alright, but I could see it in his eyes. He was melancholic. Days turned into weeks, and weeks into months, and we were no closer to resolving our, our issues. In fact, we were like flatmates, sharing what little we wanted to share. And occasionally, when we brushed past each other, whatever we felt physically was also ignored. 
I had buried myself in my work, as had Caleb, and whenever the opportunity arose for me to travel away for conferences, I'd jump at it. I would always be reminded of events from the past months, no matter what I did. One time my friend Lauren, who also worked in advertising, had been commissioned to try out a few restaurants and pitch advertising deals so that they could refuse, had visited a new fish bar in Soho. She'd called me immediately afterwards and told me that she'd seen Caleb with another woman at the restaurant. She'd remained inconspicuous the entire time. I hadn't recognised the description of the woman Caleb had been with and was rather dismissive to Lauren, stating that he had many aspiring investors. I hadn't been able to get it out of my head, but I eventually managed to convince myself that it was all business. The following week, Caleb had asked me to meet him in his office and said he wanted to talk to me about something. We'd ended up making love, totally unexpected, and I was totally disappointed. Whenever Caleb was close to me, I felt safe. Each time he touched me, I felt secure, but that day all I felt was disappointment that he could possibly be getting intimate with another woman, a woman he'd had lunch with. I'd walked out of his office thinking these things, but feeling very silly and quite frankly, embarrassed. It was only lunch. Why on earth would he tell me about every single lunch date? And for all I knew, it was all business, just as I told Lauren. Besides, he wasn't the type of man to do that. I hadn't brought it up after that day or why I'd left abruptly. It had been my dirty, disappointing secret, one I doubted I'd be sharing. I walked back to the bed with a quick glance at the television, which was still broadcasting events from earlier that day on international news. The Gatwick Express, hoax, had been the headline, certainly not earlier on. A reporter had cozied up to a woman wrapped in a blanket, holding tightly onto a little boy. Their names flashed up on the screen, but I didn't have my glasses on to see. She was reciting something which was obviously making her emotional. I moved closer to the TV and listened intently. My boy Bobby was buried under one of the carriage seats. He's only little, and the poor thing was stuck with suitcases on top of him. They really need to lock them up, them boys that did it. Anyway, a couple of blokes on our carriage got Bobby out. Poor thing was terrified. When asked if the men were nearby, she suddenly looked hesitant, but carried on. I think one of them managed to get away early, but if he's listening, I just want to say thank you again. I only had a few minutes to get dressed and find my way to the restaurant. I was nervous for the first time in months, nervous of my response to Caleb, but mostly because it felt like when we'd first met. Getting ready to go out with him was always an exciting time. I'd play my favourite tunes, singing along and checking myself way too many times to make sure I was perfectly put together. Tonight was no different. I hummed to the tune of Teddy Pendergrass's When Somebody Loves You Back. That was Caleb's favourite song, and hoped that tonight he'd be loving me back. <laughs>